So today, we're continuing our series that's called Refreshed. Because we believe that with everything that's going on, there are a ton of people, and some of us, that have been stressed. We've been tired, we've been stressed, there have been constant changes over and over, and you feel like you're walking on sand at the beach. And there are times where it just seems like everything that's going on is never going to end. And for a lot of us right now, that's the way that life feels. And that is why we have been in this series called Refreshed, because we believe that all of us can use a little refreshing. And so we've discovered some keys, some things that can really help us to rise above all the things around us, that we can just take a deep breath in the spirit and actually be refreshed in the Lord. So the first week we talked about that that requires us to have a different perspective, that the ego has two separate lenses that it can use to see in different conditions. So we went through the word of God and we found out that we do live in a natural realm that we can see everything that's going on in that natural realm. And sometimes those things can become so real to us, so overwhelming that we forget that there's a whole different perspective that we need to have. That our troubles in this life are momentarily, but the things that we cannot see are eternal. And then last week, Pastor Micah talked about how to master your emotions and how to overcome depression. And how a lot of us, a lot of times, we just have faulty thinking in the way that we think, and that can actually cause mental disorder and depression. And if you didn't hear either one of those messages, I want to encourage you to go back to YouTube or the website and get those. So our theme verse for this series is Isaiah 40, 31, that says those that put their hope in the Lord will renew their strength. And it gives this beautiful picture of how that's going to happen. And it says that they will soar on wings like eagles. And that's what we want. We want to put our hope in the Lord, change our perspective so that we can become refreshed, that our strength will continually be renewed day by day. So we're going to continue discovering how to walk in this refreshing, to stay refreshed as we run a race and as we walk through this life. And we're using this beautiful picture of eagles to help us put handles on this idea that God has given us, that our strength can constantly be renewed if we just simply trust in him. Amen? Absolutely. So today... I just want to talk with you about how to find rest above the storm, not necessarily in the storm, but above the storm. See, I'm so grateful that we have a God that loves us so much that he has given us the gift of rest. And my biggest prayer today is that we all leave here today just realizing today that we're stepping into a life where there's going to be storms. But yet in that, we can experience a God rest that supersedes the storms that we're going through. And we fly above that storm, that we can have a vision of a life that we can live. That's not just the storms just magically go away. But within that, we can experience a God rest that supersedes all of it. See, I believe that God can take us to a place today to where we can see a new vision of the kind of life that we can live in a world, in our culture, 
and things aren't going to just magically change. There is a reality to the culture that we live in. But Psalms 127 says that it's useless for us to work hard, anxiously working for food to eat, for God gives rest. See, rest is a gift from God that we can all receive, that we all can experience this. You see, the thing is that we can get, we can be followers of God and Jesus, and we can be a follower, and we can even know the truth that God can give us rest, but we can miss it. Hebrews 4 gives us a warning. It says, God promised uh, entering his rest still stands, it's still available to you and to me today, and no matter what we're going through, we can have it, but we have to tremble with fear that someone may fail to experience it. And that is my hope as a pastor today that we will not fail to experience it. That I would live a life with the Lord of Lords on my side, the King of Kings on my side, offering the benefit of rest, but somehow I would absolutely uh, miss that. Rest is more than just, it's deeper than just sleep. See, we're talking about rest today. We're not just talking about sleep. Now, sleep is important, and God designed sleep as a way for us to, to be refreshed and to, be, and to experience rest. But no matter how good we sleep, we can never experience a supernatural rest just by sleeping because God has a level of rest that's deeper than that. God has more for us than just simply sleep. You see, because rest is also more than just time out. I mean, this is important for us to know because we can sometimes focus on time off like it's an oasis or we can be busy or we can just think, I can handle all of this if I could just get to the weekend coming up. And anymore, and it seems like weekends are just as busy as weekdays because we stack so much stuff on the weekends. Errands, cutting the grass, honey-do list, sports picks back up, we got sports, and we think that we're going to get to the weekend and we're going to recover, but when we get to the end of the weekend, we start in and we're the same level or even worse off rest-wise at the end of the weekend than at the end of the week. And we're not talking about vacation either. Vacations are good, trust me. But vacation doesn't always equal rest. If you've ever been to Disney World, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We go to Disney World and you spend money, time, and energy for a magic moment that will wipe you out for a whole month. It's like we come home and we need a vacation from the vacation. See, once you have kids, vacations don't exist anymore. They're just called trips. <laughs> you know, you need to know that. So you can't depend upon sleep. You can't depend upon time off. You can't depend upon vacation. Here's the other thing. You can't depend on escape. We have an epidemic in our generation called escapism. Because we're busy, because we're stressed, because we're so tired, we're looking for any lifeline. We're looking for anybody to throw us some way to climb out of the situation that we're in. And escapism, it just means an intentional detachment from the real world to escape our lives. And we have seen this in our generation and a huge percentage. And this is why we see all the opioids and stuff with pills and so many drugs in general, excessive alcohol use. This is why pornography is so huge. You see, there's an aspect to pornography that's lust, but there's a big part of it that's just escape. One of the biggest triggers is stress. If I can just escape my everyday life just for a minute, 
I realize I gotta come back and I have no hope, so I just wanna find a way for a few moments of solace, of rest, of refreshment. But escapism promises a lot, but it actually delivers very little. I mean, even things that are not so obvious, like things of, like Netflix. We can binge watch whatever show it is, and you finish it and you may have had a moment to where you're detached from reality, but the reality is still there when you get back. So it's not enough. See, well, escapism promises a lot, but delivers very little. And I think it's a plague on our generation that we are looking for things that can never satisfy us. We're looking to these things that can never give us what we really need. What we want is to live freely and rightly, to be refreshed above the storm. That's a promise of God. And if you're here and you're just like, I'm exhausted, I'm desperate, I've had some crazy thoughts, I'm stressed, and there's no hope in this storm, I'm telling you today that the rest and refreshing of God can be yours in the storm and actually above the storm wherever you're at and whatever challenges that you're faced with in life. So I want to encourage you to rise above. Now in Isaiah chapter 40, back it up a little bit from Isaiah 40, 31, in verse 29 it says that he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. So today, God can give you supernatural strength. That a lot of us, I know that we're tired, we're worn out, and we feel like we're not prepared for anything that's coming our way. I'm telling you that God can give you strength. He gives strength to the weary. He increases the power to the weak. And verse 30 says, even youth grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. Even young men do that. But we have to decide that we are not going to rely on our natural strength, our natural push to be victorious in life. Our education is not enough. Our level of success is not enough. The money you have is not enough. It is not by might, but by the Spirit of God. Verse 31, our theme verse, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength and will soar like eagles. The eagle soars in the storm. He soars in the storm. Now, he is considered the most majestic of all the animal kingdom because of this ability to soar high above the storm. The eagle is known for his majestic soaring. See, that's how God wants us to live our life to soar on wings like eagles, that we will run and not be weary. We will walk and not faint. Now, eagles have this super amazing ability to soar. You won't find them flapping their wings frantically like other birds. They just soar. And they soar higher and higher. It's absolutely gorgeous to watch an eagle soar. The eagle can fly up to, they've been spotted up to 30,000 miles in the air. That's right under a jetliner. And eagles are not afraid of storms either. Most of the other birds will run and hide and fly to the trees during a storm, but not the eagles. He doesn't try to escape the storm. When an eagle senses that a storm is coming, he will actually fly to a spot in front of the storm and just wait. 
and he pays attention and he finds the certain wind and current and he uses that wind current to absolutely lift him higher above the storm. In fact, you can say it this way, that he actually challenges the storm. And see, that's the way God wants us to be, that no matter what the challenge is in front of us, we challenge the challenge. We confront the storm. The strong wind actually gives the ego an opportunity to rest on the wind. See, he just glides and rests on the wind. It's not a lot of flapping like sparrows because a lot of times they're trying to flap against the wind and so many times in our life, we're like those sparrows that are just flapping as hard as we can trying to keep afloat in the life storm that come at us. But the eagle, the stronger the wind, the higher he can soar. So he just glides above the storm. And it's easy because he understands how to use the storm for his benefit. And he just rests. And he just glides. He's resting on the wind. He's not panicking. He's not stressing out. You hardly will ever see an ego flapping frantically. Most of the time, they're just gliding. And this is how God wants us to renew our strength so that we possess the promises of God by working and flapping our wings frantically or nervously. You see, we possess our destiny by resting in God's word. Jesus said, come to me and I will give you rest. We rest in the promises of his word. We hope in the Lord. We allow the Holy Spirit to give us the wisdom that is promised to us as a king or a queen in this kingdom of God, and we soar in life. Whether it's in your business, whether it's in your career, whether it's in your family, whether it's serving God in your church, whether it's in your marital relationship, in your school, we learn to hope in the Lord and rest in God. Now, Jesus himself says that it's the nature of life to be stormy. There's an account in the Bible where Jesus is talking to his disciples and he's telling them things are going to get rough. Things are going to get stormy. And in John 16, after he tells them this stuff, in verse 33, he says, I have told you these things so that you may have peace. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, you're telling me there's going to be trouble. You're assuring me there's going to be troubles. But yet you're telling me you're telling me that so that I can have peace. But then he goes on and he unpacks it and reveals this amazing truth. He says, yes, in this world, you will have troubles. And then he says, but take heart because I have overcome the world. That no longer are you having to go through this by yourself. I want you to know that you can have peace. You can have rest in the middle of the storm, as long as you will put your hope and your trust in me that I've got you. I've got my hand on the situation. If you will put your trust in me, then I can preserve you. I can give you peace. I can give you rest, even in the middle of the storm. Look, if you're not in a storm right now, I can tell you that a storm will come. It's the nature of life. We go through storm after storm in life. But it's all good because a storm doesn't have to tear us up. A storm is meant to actually carry us up. You see, when we allow the Holy Spirit to lift us above all of the troubles, all of the challenges, we've got to be bold to challenge every storm.
not running away from them, but looking it in the eye. See, Paul would tell the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians 10.5, he would tell them that they have to look at the storm. You see, the eagle will fly up to the storm and it will look, it'll wait until it finds the current that's going to bring it up above the storm. And see, the way Paul puts it is that we demolish any argument and every pretension. The word pretension in the Greek, it simply means barrier. That we demolish arguments and barriers that set itself up against the knowledge of God. And what is the knowledge of God? The knowledge of God says that you are more than an overcomer, that you will, will rise above the storm of your life. Remember, Jesus said, you, have, you will have trouble, but take heart that he has already overcome the world. And now he has given that authority to us as kings and queens and his kingdom. So we are to cast down any argument or any barrier that sets us up, up against the knowledge of God that we are overcomers. And then watch this. It says, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. That when you're looking at that storm in your life, there's going to be thoughts, there's going to be doubt, there's going to even be fear that tries to come upon you in these moments of the storms that come in your life. They're going to try to rob you of your peace. They're going to try to rob you of any rest that you may have. And Paul says that you need to look at it and you need to take it captive. In other words, grab it. Don't just run away from it. You need to look at those things and you grab them and you look at them. You make those thoughts that you have, those concerns, those fears, those barriers, those arguments, and you make them, you conform them to the obedient, to, to be obedient to Christ and what he has taught you through his word and through his spirit. See, eagles actually get excited when storms come because they know that they can easily rise above the storm. So when there's a challenging storm in front of you, you got to declare the end from the beginning that I can handle this. I am designed for this. I am built for this. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am an eagle. I am going to soar higher than all of this. In the Old Testament, the ancient Old Testament people, they would call that mounting the wind. So in the New King James, it says, they shall mount up with wings like eagles. So you can see this, that the eagle has so mastered the storms that he not only flies through them, he actually uses them as opportunities to gain ground, to prosper. He uses it for an opportunity for their advantage. And we can do the same as the eagle has done. So I just want to encourage you that some of you are facing some storms of sickness. Some of you are facing financial difficulties. Some of you are fighting all the time at home. You're not even sure if your marriage is going to work out. You have a storm in your relationship. You have a storm at school or with your parents. There's a storm of tragedy or disappointment. I want to tell you that you can and you will soar above all of those storms because God has designed you to soar on wings like eagles. And listen, I don't want to minimize your problems. I don't want you to minimize my problems. But regardless of what we go through, 
every storm, every affliction will be turned around for our advantage. Every affliction is an opportunity for us to be closer to God and to become stronger in God if we put our hope in the Lord. So the eagles, they really believe, Romans 8:28 that all things work together for the good of those that love God and those that are called according to his purpose. They have the same mindset as even Joseph. In Genesis 5:20. he says that as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for my good. In order to bring it about, as it is this very day to save many people in their lives. He knew that it would bring him to his destiny. And today, no matter what you're going through, believe it, that God doesn't create us and then put us in a storm and then abandon us to suffer. No, he's a good God. He's not the author of this, but he saw it. And God is using these situations as opportunities to bless you, to prosper you, to take you into your destiny, to make you stronger and victory after victory after victory. And I believe and I declare as well that God is going to empower you and that you are gonna soar for the rest of the year and that we're all gonna soar above the storms that come and confront us in our lives. We will be victorious in Jesus' name. Lord God, I just thank you for your word. I just thank you, Lord God, as we put our hope in you, Lord God, as we give you our cares, our worries, Lord God, our burdens, Lord God, whatever we're going through, as we give our trust and hope to you, Lord God, that you will give us a refreshing, Lord God, that you will renew our strength, Lord God, that you will give us wings and we will soar and we will mount on wind, Lord God, and over the problems and situations that we're going through, that you will give us the ability to, to see the storms as they come, Lord God, that you, just as the eagle, Lord, sees and anticipates the storm, that we will begin to see the storms that are coming in our life, Lord God, and already have what it takes to rise above the storms as we trust in you and your word, Lord God. We love you so much. We give you praise and honor. We magnify your holy name, Lord God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.